0: What is going on? What is happening? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Appreciate everyone joining us on a Friday. Today is the 28th, April 28th, 2023. What's going on out there? Uh, it's Friday. You made it. You made it to a Friday, made it to the weekend. Do you have any plans? Are you gonna go out and do something? Are you gonna stay and watch the NFL draft? Maybe. I mean, everyone's obsessed with the draft right now. I love it. I love NFL fans this time of the year. It's great. But uh, whatever you're doing, appreciate everyone joining us today on today's show, like we do every Friday, uh, Deep Dive Handicap. So we're going to give a pick with a deep dive, usually on the weekends, Saturday, Sunday, no deep dives, just quick picks Let you get about your busy weekends. But uh, Friday, we like to kind of do one day a week where we give a deep dive, an idea of how we're handicapping these games. And uh, today we're going to talk some NHL, the uh, playoffs, round one's wrapping up. And uh, Toronto is at Tampa Bay tomorrow night. Toronto at Tampa. This is game six in this series. That's what we're going to break down for today. Price on this game. Each team right now, well, depends on where you're betting. If you're betting with Better Edge, obviously you can get VIG free bets. I recommend signing up at BetterEdge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a uh, free 20 bucks upon signing up. It's pretty cool. They just put 20 bucks in your account. BetterEdge.com. Promo code SBD. But uh, if if you're betting there, you're not going to get this price. But if you're betting in a typical DraftKings or FanDuel or whatever, it's going to be minus 110 for Toronto. Minus 110 for Tampa Bay over under is six and a half. Now, the best price you're going to get right now outside of Better Edge is going to be Bet Online 105. Uh, Our pick is going to be Tampa Bay minus 110. So we're taking the home team Tampa Bay Lightning minus 110. Here's the thing with this game. This is very interesting because seven game series are different. We've talked about this before. They're much different than regular season handicapping. There's a lot of things you got to take into account. Obviously, we want to take the same approach where we're starting from a mathematic point of view. But think about it. If you have a certain price on a game and your team's up for the first two games, there's going to be a lot that changes, right? It's not just math. It's 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 an art, not a science. If it were as easy as just, you know, plugging numbers into a calculator, a lot more people would be doing this successfully. So you got to factor in how are these coaches manipulating the game plan and changing on a day-to-day basis? And what are the injuries and what's the scheme in the X's and O's approach and how is that changing? So seven game series, that's the difference. Is regular season, it's so much more what's the power ratings, what should the price be, recent situations... And you've got your number. Seven game series are a lot harder and a lot different because so much changes. And I mean, look, if you think that if you've seen one game or one matchup, we've got the answer. You're sadly mistaken. This is the, the, the mistake that people make betting football, because in football, we only get one game. So when the Broncos play the Chiefs and they lose by 20, people say, oh, OK, Broncos suck. Chiefs are good. When when Texas Tech beats Iowa State and covers a seven point spread, people think, OK, there's your answer. They're better. They should have covered. There's the answer. There is no answer. If you play over and over and over, you're going to get wildly different results as we see in these seven-game series. So... It's a lot more than the regular season. So we're going to talk about today less numbers and more approach to the X's and O's in the handicap. I still will talk my numbers and give a few stats here or there, but this handicap is about what's going on in the series, what do I think is going to happen Game 7 in Tampa Bay, and that's where we're approaching things. So as I said, um, I think Tampa Bay is actually doing better this series. I believe the Lightning are gaining an edge every single game these two, these two teams play against each other. And I know that they won Game 1, you know, what was it, 7-2, 7-3? It was was a blowout. Game 2, they lost, 7-2. So, first two games were really back and forth, but even Game 2, where Toronto won 7-2, scoring chances were only 24-22. Game 1, where Tampa Bay dominated, it was a little more lopsided. So, what I see here is a team in Toronto that is super talented, does so much well offensively, but they're just in a situation in the playoffs that a lot of them... Not everyone, but a lot of them on their team aren't used to being in. Compared to a team, Tampa Bay, that's experienced, have an experienced coaching staff, they've been here before. I mean, that has to be in the mind of the players. Not just the experience, because that's one thing. But the narrative. The narrative is, is, is Tampa Bay is this... Elite team. They just needed to get here. They'll win, find a way, you know, figure a way out. And then Toronto is the exact opposite. Toronto's narrative and history has been they get to the playoffs and they choke. I believe they haven't won a playoff series in what, since 2004? That may be a long time. Maybe that's wrong, but it's been a long time. It's been a long time. So you're telling me that doesn't creep into the minds of the players. You're telling me that plays no part when they have a 3 1 lead, lose at home, come back to Tampa for, for game six. I mean, it's right there. If Toronto loses this game, game six, which I think will happen, it's going back to Toronto for a game seven. So that that's not a comfortable position for the Leafs to be in. And they, frankly, haven't been here before compared to Tampa Bay, which I would say they're much more comfortable. It's not ideal, but they're much more comfortable in this situation. Uh, if you look at naturalstattrick.com, which I think is a great website, Natural naturalstattrick, uh, a few different things. Uh, the Corsi graph, which shows pretty much... The shots for, shots against, high danger height, you know, uh, scoring chances, it's not just Corsi. There's a whole bunch of different graphs that you can look at. Everything's pretty much the same, where it starts off even, and then Toronto actually ticks up in every single graph. Toronto has momentum in the series, and that shows. And then, last couple games, it's inching more and more towards Tampa Bay. So, that's going how I see. Like What I see on the ice matches what I see in the evaluation of the data, which is Toronto, started off well, and they're losing. They're slipping, losing a bit of their edge the more this series goes on. Now, a lot does come down to goaltending. And I think Andre Vasilevsky, the Tampa Bay goaltender, is going to decide the series largely on his play. Now, really, honestly, for Andre Vasilevsky's standards, this has been a bad series for him. You look at his save percentage, expected goals, up and down the board, he has not played well this series. But I think he has what it takes to be able to flip the switch. And we saw him do that last game. Game five, he completely looked like a, a, a new goaltender. I mean, essentially overnight, completely changed his, you know, so much about how he looked. He, it, it's a different player in the same jersey. That's what it looked like. So I think that he's, you know, I don't see him going back to what he did the first couple games. This is an experienced veteran goaltender and still one of the best in the league. This season in the NHL, he was eighth in a GSAA, goal saved above average, and he was sixth in expected, goal saved above average. So he's fine. This team's going to be fine. And if he can play how he did game game five and the defense can put it together, the team's playing well in the neutral zone, that's what I think this is going to come down to. I think Tampa Bay just as a team has what it takes to, bug the the, the Maple Leafs and force them into situations they're not comfortable in. And that's why scoring has gone down. Look, Tampa Bay scored seven game one. Toronto scored seven game two. Neither team has been really comfortable offensively since then. And don't let some of these overs fool you. It has not been the case this series. And I give a little bit of an edge to Tampa Bay's coach, John Cooper. Look, John Cooper, I know he rubs some people the wrong way. You know, he's not the most... In my opinion, not the most likable coach in hockey, especially since the Avalanche played the Lightning last year. And he's just running his mouth. It's like, dude, shut up. But um, And the way he does it, too, he's so sanctimonious. He just, you know, he's going to complain, but he's going to do it this way. It's like, shut up, John Cooper. But I will say, I think he's still one of the best coaches in hockey. Really, really good. Really sometimes underrated in the market, I believe. And... It's gonna be interesting to see what he does with the lines because obviously, as we talked about, this, the behind the scenes, the the expected stats and the analytics have shown really close series all the way through. You know, Tampa Bay has not been dominated that much, but that's you know, that that's what we see in the stats. I wonder what John Cooper sees from his point of view, because I think Alex Kalorn and Anthony Sorelli. Look, they play together five on five and they look really efficient. They play really well together, but come the power play, they're separated. Now, during the regular season, he was tinkering with the lines, you know, obviously due to injuries and other factors, but now that that those two especially are healthy. I wonder if we're going to see more Kalor and Sorelli on the ice together for power plays or other situations, right? So that's just one thing. That's just one note I have. Will we see more of that? But look, I'm giving all that to John Cooper. He's going to make the best decision for the Lightning. But I just wonder, are we going to see a tweak for game six or is it going to be more of the same approach we saw games four and games five? So that's going to be interesting. But look, John Cooper, you have to give him a little bit of an edge here in the coaching matchup, I believe. And I think this whole thing comes down to which team can play their game? Obviously, bit of a a, a clash here with with. with uh styles and that made it sound weird because tampa bay historically the lightning have been a team that do want to get up and down and skate a little bit but this year in this matchup toronto's the team who wants the open ice toronto prefers to skate have this be a fast-paced game and tampa bay is more comfortable in my opinion muddying things up so who can play their game and who can capitalize on the scoring chances they've gone down every single game and uh, even though the lightning have had a bit of an edge their last few games that's going to be big who can capitalize when they get those chances my personal line this game, my overall line, when it's all said and done, I've got Tampa Bay minus 133, Toronto plus 133. Remember, because when we come up with lines, we're not we're not pricing in a, a tax for the house. So I've got Toronto plus 133 underdogs, Tampa Bay the favorite at minus 133. That means my buy price, what I think a good price here, or at least the highest price that I would recommend uh, paying is Tampa Bay minus 126. So that's as high as I would take it. Right now, widely available as we record this. Friday afternoon, uh, Friday morning on the on the Pacific Coast still, late morning. Tampa Bay, minus 110 is going to be our best bet, but, you, but I like it all the way up to Tampa Bay, minus 126. And look, this line prediction is tough. It may creep up to 120. It may go down because I don't know. I don't know what everyone else is thinking here. This is a tough one because I... I'm usually pretty decent at predicting line movements, but I think there might be a ton of public Toronto money coming and driving driving this thing uh, towards Toronto. So I'm not sure, because the early money I see, which the line's been open for about 12 hours now, well, maybe about 16 hours, the early money that I can track, which I believe is very, very sharp, heavy on Tampa Bay. So far, about $3,000 being reported. That's it, by the way. Uh, only 3000 so far uh 2600 of it on Tampa 400 on Toronto, and the line has not moved that much. So that's the early people betting. I believe a lot, a lot of that is you know pro money. So if the pros and the steam keeps going, this may creep up to 120 Tampa Bay. If the public gets involved and it's it's you know heavy muddy that way, who knows? Toronto could get some steam here. So either way, I like uh Tampa Bay minus 110 all the way up to minus 126, and uh, that's gonna do it for today's podcast. So appreciate everyone joining us. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. Hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning, bright and early, right here on Sports Betting daily.